Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Presents his proposal for the fiscal year 24 budget. In Prince George's County, a teen is back in jail hours after his release for a crime involving a toddler. I'm Melissa Howell. The debate over where COVID began continues. Once again, some say it began in a lab. It's 2 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Staples. I'm Linda Kenyon in Washington. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan says China must not provide lethal aid to Russia in the war against Ukraine. We will continue to send a strong message that we believe that sending military aid to Russia at this time when they are using their weapons to bombard cities, kill civilians and commit atrocities would be a bad mistake and China should want no part of it. Sullivan on CNN. It's been 30 years since terrorism first struck the World Trade Center in New York City, foreshadowing the 9-11 attacks. Mayor Eric Adams marked the attack today. We hold on and protect the American dream. New York was attacked because we are the symbol of that dream. This is American city, and we will continue to lift up that dream. The explosion in an underground parking garage killed six people. More than 1,000 were injured. A powerful winter storm that prompted rare blizzard warnings is moving out of Southern California. CBS's Tom Waite is in Los Angeles. Both rain and snow closed parts of the 5 freeway, the major artery connecting Northern and Southern California. It's a mess. I thought I was moving from St. Louis to California to get in some good weather. Several motorhomes parked above a river fell in when the ground gave way. Swiftwater rescue crews saved people trapped in flooded cars. The Environmental Protection Agency is taking over waste disposal following the train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio. EPA will ensure that all waste is disposed of in a safe and lawful manner at EPA-certified facilities to prevent further release of hazardous substances and impacts to communities. That's EPA Regional Director Linda Shore. At least 60 migrants have died after a ship capsized off the southern Italian coast. The Italian authorities have mounted a large search and rescue operation on land and at sea, involving the Coast Guard and the police. It's not yet been confirmed what happened to the boat, but one local news agency has reported that it was overcrowded and broke in two in heavy seas. The BBC's Danny Eberhard says as many as 200 people were on board. If you're flying into or out of New York City's LaGuardia Airport today, be warned, Uber and Lyft drivers are on strike. We're striking to, you know, to get our raise back. TLC gave us a raise. Uber plugged it and took TLC to the court and won the case. Mohammed will be one of the thousands of drivers who plan to strike. Their union estimates drivers take 10,000 trips daily from LaGuardia. They're also hoping to get 85% of their fare, saying their rideshare companies take too much. Matt Piper, CBS News, New York. Staples stores are a new world of possible with innovative tools for small business and remote workers and learners. Explore more at your local Staples store or staplesconnect.com. It's 2 o'clock. It's Sunday, the 26th day of February, 2023. 47 degrees outside and up to the 50s today. It's Sunday afternoon. I'm Del Walters. The top local stories we're following for you at this hour. Would a sprinkler have made a difference? That is the question being asked in Montgomery County after a 25-year-old woman lost her life in a high-rise fire in Silver Spring over the weekend. 
Since then, fire experts, including the state's fire marshal, maintain the sprinklers last weekend might have made a difference. But the county executive says wanting them and mandating them might be two different things. The problem. The property owners don't have the capital to do this on their own. And we don't have available right now any state or federal support to help with this transition. And County Executive Mark Elrich wants to look at ways to get money that would help the 80 buildings still without get the systems. He says if the financial help isn't offered. One of the fears that everybody has is um, it would definitely impact rents and it could impact rents so severely that a lot of people who are barely affording what they have today will not be able to afford the rent increases. The state fire code requires buildings have the systems in place by 2033. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. A Maryland teenager is back in jail, charged with kidnapping a toddler locked up just hours after his release. Prince George's County police say 18-year-old Ariel Florentino Galias stole an SUV outside a gas station along Ritchie Marlboro Road shortly after being released from jail on Thursday. A three-year-old boy was in the back seat when Florentino Galias took off. Moments later, he was involved in a hit and run, and the SUV was found abandoned over on Farragut Street with the child inside. Side. Major Brian Durham speaking with NBC4. Quick action by the uh, the victim of the, the hit and run, uh, where enough to take a picture, directed us in the right direction, and then all available resources came together to find the suspect. Florentino Gallius is back in custody, facing several charges, including reckless endangerment. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. The Fairfax County Executive presenting a 2024 budget proposal over the week. Although it is $5.1 billion and it calls for the real estate tax to remain the same as last year, Homeowners could see increased taxes depending on their real estate assessment. It also funds a 2% market rate adjustment for county employees. Because of inflation, the budget calls for continuing tax relief programs for the elderly and disabled. You will be able to add your input during a series of public hearings on April 11th, 12th, and 13th. Final approval won't happen until May. There is a push to enact stricter control over Virginia's largest utility. After years of an increasingly hands-off approach to Dominion Energy decisions, Virginia lawmakers have reached a tentative agreement to restore authority to the State Corporation Commission for oversight on key decisions like rate hikes and establish that 85% of over-earnings be returned to customers. The move is said to have bipartisan support, including from Virginia Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin. The Washington Post reports the move towards greater regulation has the backing of big companies like Costco and Wegmans. Supporters say the bill will help guide the utility in its transition to renewable energy sources. Jenny Glick, WTOP News. It's 206, a jewelry store that has been operating in D.C. since the 1930s is closing its doors for good. I could go weeks without customers coming into the store. Ken Stein, the owner of Benson's Jewelers, says his business never recovered from the pandemic. That's just not good. You can't run a jewelry store like that. He tells our news partners at NBC4 that if customers do come in, they're only looking for a watch battery or something inexpensive. Stein started working at Benson's when he was 22 years old and eventually took over the business. It's been a presence in the 1300 block of F Street Northwest since 1939. But now many ground-level storefronts in the neighborhood are sitting empty, many due to customers working from home and not returning to work downtown. Sandy Kozell, WTOP News. And still ahead, the debate over where COVID began continues. Once again, some say it started in a lab, and the debate over Dilbert is over. His cartoon strip is gone. 207. Do you own a business, run a nonprofit? You need a reliable bank to count on for time-saving financial transactions. I'm Patricia Farrick. President of FVC Bank. Your search for banking convenience is over. 
FEC Bank is your bank to count on for financial transactions that save time, deliver results, and give peace of mind. Visit fvcbank.com. That's fvcbank.com. Member FDIC. And now another no-brainer money-saving tip from Progressive. That doesn't sound good. Paper shredder's jammed, but I think I fixed it. Oh, well, try shredding these $50 bills then. Seems like it's working. Mm, better try another 400 bucks. Instead of using money, use regular paper. And here's a better tip from Progressive on how not to waste money. Don't pay too much for car insurance. Drivers who switch and save could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. It's 208. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather together on the 8th. Go to Rob Stallworth down on the traffic center. Thanks, Dell. Expect brief delays on the outer loop in Prince George's County as you leave Central Avenue headed toward Route 50 in the John Hanton Highway. Eastbound 50 as you make your way toward 202 Landover Road. Crash blocking the right lane in the off-ramp to Landover Road as a result with heavy response on scene. Single file left will get you by there, so watch out for that. Otherwise, if you're traveling on the BW Parkway northbound, you're off and on the brakes between 410 and Powder Mill Road. Still delays leaving, of course, uh, uh, 197 headed down toward Powder Mill Road from that earlier wreck that's cleared to the right shoulder. I-95 southbound lock out for the delays as you make your way past 212 headed toward the Beltway ramps. On the Beltway in Montgomery County, delays on the outer loop briefly as you pass Connecticut Avenue headed toward 355 with your travel lanes open. Southbound 270 as you leave Frederick the crash after 80 headed toward 85 is cleared to the left shoulder. Northbound still rubbernecking beyond 80. If you're traveling in Virginia, the Beltway is pretty cool on the outer loop, leaving McLean headed toward Alexandria, but the inner loop slowdowns approaching the Dulles Toll Road headed toward the Georgetown Pike. No issues on 66 to speak of. The problem remains in Manassas, 234 northbound. This is the Prince William Parkway near Ballsford Road. Follow police direction for that crash. Otherwise, southbound I-95, you're on the brakes as you leave Lorton headed across the Occoquan and down to 123. Still some delays further south as you leave Dale City and headed toward Triangle. Looking for a new car? Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of new and used cars to choose from. Visit Fitzmall.com. That's transparency you can trust. I'm Rob Stallworth, WTOP Traffic. Rob, thank you. Now let's get your Storm Team 440 forecast, which looks a lot different than it did yesterday. Here's NBC4's Clay Anderson. For our afternoon, we'll have continued sunshine across the area. Temperatures will be rising to the mid to upper 50s. Winds from the southwest, 5 to 10 miles per hour. Fair skies during the overnight tonight and tomorrow. Increasing clouds once again as another rainmaker moves in from west to east. Rain Monday afternoon into the evening hours, ending late on Monday for Tuesday. Sunshine returns, warmer temperatures as well. High temperatures in the 60s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Clay Anderson. Clay, thank you. Right now, 48 degrees in College Park, 52 already in Fairfax, and 48 degrees down on the National Mall, brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on long fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 211. The Energy Department saying a lab leak is most likely the cause of the COVID pandemic. That's according to an exclusive report by the Wall Street Journal. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan, though, reacting on CNN State of the Union. If we gain any further insider information, we will share it with Congress and we will share it with the American people. But right now, there is not a definitive answer that has emerged from the intelligence community on this question. The new report highlights how different parts of the intel community have differing views on the matter. 
The FBI says COVID began as a lab mishap in China. Others blame natural transmission. His cartoons were made famous by pointing out how boring office life could be. But you won't see Dilbert anymore. What he said in real life could land him in hot water in any real workplace. Newspapers across the country have pulled the long-running Dilbert comic strip after a racist rant from cartoonist Scott Adams. In a video posted to YouTube this week, Adams called black Americans members of a, quote, hate group, saying white people should stay away from them. Adams has written Dilbert for three decades. CBS News correspondent Adriana Diaz reporting. The Labor Department taking steps to advance racial equity in the workforce. Labor Secretary Marty Walsh and Deputy Secretary Julie Hsu met recently with black labor leaders to talk about policies and reforms needed to improve workplace diversity. Federal News Network reporting the department's came or the efforts by the department came after President Biden issued an executive order urging agencies to make progress in their plans for advancing racial equity in federal policies. One winner in last night's NAACP Image Awards was neither athlete or entertainer. Civil rights attorney Ben Crump taking home the Social Justice Impact Award. I accept this award as greater motivation to continue to be an unapologetic defender of black life, black liberty, and black humanity. Actress Angela Bassett had a big night, too. She won Entertainer of the Year. She also starred in Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, which won Best Motion Picture, Will Smith won for the slavery drama Emancipation. It was his first release since last year's Academy Awards ceremony where he slapped Chris Rock on stage. And a local winner, American University professor Dr. Poland Perkins Valdez, won the award for Best Literary Work Fiction. You can see photos from the event on WTOP.com. And still ahead, everyone tells lies, so why not make those lies work for you? 213. It's the President's Month sales event at Fair Oaks Chrysler Jeep Dodge and Ram. Hi, I'm Melanie Funkhauser. We have the area's biggest selection of Wrangler 4xe's ever. Lease a four-door Jeep Wrangler 4xe that gets 49 MPGE for just $375 a month. That's right, just $375 a month. Fair Oaks Chrysler Jeep Dodge and Ram. Lower prices, higher standards every day. Online at fairoaksmotors.com. 36-month lease with 10% down plus taxes and fees. See dealer for details. Oh, timing and experience, a winning combination, and that's win donation. This is Dave Johnson, and this is the time to win by saving up to 30% on your heating bills with win donation. You see, you pay zero down, make zero payments, and get 0% financing for 24 months. That's two years, no interest. Plus, get two free windows with every two you buy. No limit. Win donation has installed over 1 million windows in over 150,000 homes. That's experience. Call win donation today, 866-90-NATION, or go to windownation.com and tell them Dave Johnson sent you. 214. Hi, guys. It's Mark with Monument Medical Clinic. Are you struggling with ED and sick of the pills? Well, we have a major medical advancement that has helped thousands of men. Our wave technology is backed by 60 clinical studies, including from Cambridge University. It's been shown to increase blood flow by repairing blood vessels. No pills and no side effects. If you're ready to put a stop to your ED, call us now. And not only will the assessment and blood flow ultrasound be free, but we'll also include something unique that produces power results in the bedroom. You're going to love that one, guys. Trust me. This unprecedented offer is worth $600, but it's free to those who call in the next two minutes. Call 202-908-5555. That's 202-908-5555. Guys, put a stop to your ED and get your life back. Call Monument Medical Clinic now to qualify. 202-908-5555. 
Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. At 215, here's Jay Brooks. Well, Dell College Hoops men's college basketball earlier today from College Park, where it was senior day as the Terps hosted Northwestern. And with a wrap of today's contest, let's check in with WTOP's Dave Preston. Terrapin sent out their seniors in style. Jay smacking Northwestern 75-59. They began the day by making three after three and finished 14-22 from outside the arc. The second half saw the D earn an eight. Terps holding the Wildcats to 31% shooting and one of nine from three-point range after intermission. Jameer Young leads the way with 18 points. Julian Reese adds 12 with 10 rebounds. Terps finished the Big Ten season 10-0 and at home, defeating Northwestern 75-59. Up next, the Terps are on the road for their last two games of the season at Ohio State Wednesday, a 7 o'clock tip. Then next Sunday at Penn State. A noon tip to the ice. Caps at the Sabres midway through the second stanza and a 4-2 lead for Buffalo. Dylan Strome and TJ Oshie with goals for Washington. Nick Jensen with both assists, 104 his career. Uh, Darcy Kemper in between the pipes for Washington. First time this season he has played back-to-back games and coughing up four goals. Well, might not want to do this again down the road. Jay Brooks, WTOP Sports. Jay, thank you. It's 217. Is there such a good thing as a good lie when it comes to your business life? Interviewing for a job? Consider telling anything but the truth. I'm Ryan Van Miller on business. Recently, a longtime career coach and so-called interview expert shared some of her advice on TikTok. But instead of covering what you should say to land the job, she shared five white lies that will also lead you to success. And according to her, there are five things you should consider fibbing about. First, where you see yourself in five years. No one wants to hear that you see yourself in grad school or getting married and starting a family. Instead, they want to know how committed you are to the job. So even if it's your secret plan to save up money before embarking on a trip around the world, tell them you see yourself at their organization five years from now. You should also lie about why you're looking for a job. Just say you're ready for a new challenge, especially if the real reason is you hate the old job and everyone that works there. For more lies to tell, go to BanMillerOnBusiness.com. Sometimes, actually, the truth does hurt. Brian Banmiller, CBS News. You might want to lie about listening to this report, too. Coming up after traffic and weather together on the 8th, the top stories we're following for you at this hour. U.S. warning China about helping Russia in the war in Ukraine. EPA pausing shipment of contaminated water from East Palestine, Ohio, following the train derailment. Five people dead after a plane crashes in Nevada. Stay with WTOP for more on all these stories coming up in just minutes. 218. Traffic and weather together on the 8th. For that, we go to Rob Stallworth now in the traffic center. In Virginia, you can expect interlude slowdowns as you leave Tyson's headed toward McLean. As you make your way toward the Georgetown Pike, but your travel lanes are open and available there. What was the problem is the broken down vehicle on the right shoulder as you continue toward the Georgetown Pike. Otherwise, 66 is in good shape. I-95 southbound, you know the deal. Delays as you leave Lorton headed across the Occoquan down to 123. Then again, further south through Dale City headed down toward Quantico, but travel lanes are reported to be open there. New problems in Fairfax, southbound 29 near the Fairfax County Parkway was the report of a crash. Otherwise, in Manassas, northbound on the Prince William Parkway bypass near Balls Ford Road. You're following police direction for that wreck. Hopefully, that'll be wrapped up pretty soon. If you're northbound on I-95, leaving Thornburg, headed into Fredericksburg, expect delays as you continue toward the Rappahannock River. Once you get beyond that, you're in good shape, continuing toward the Springfield Interchange with your express lanes pointed in the northbound direction. Traveling in Maryland, eastbound Route 50, 
As you head toward 202 Landover Road, still with the right lane and that off-ramp blocked as a result of the series crash, you're getting by single file to the left in order to get through there with a lot of equipment on scene. If you're traveling in the district, southbound DC 295, see more volume as you head past Benning Road toward East Capitol Street within the delay. May have a crash there, so watch out for that. Also, seeing delays northbound in the Third Street Tunnel as you head toward New York Avenue, but travel lanes are reported to be open and available there as well. So, if you're traveling at this point on the freeway, Watch out for delays as you leave the 3rd Street Tunnel out toward the Case Bridge with travel lanes open. I'm Rob Stallworth, WTOP Traffic. Rob, thank you. Now let's get your Storm Team 4 4-day forecast. Here's NBC4's Clay Anderson. As we continue with this late winter into early spring, temperatures will be rising and falling once again over the next several days. For today, temperatures will rise with the sunshine after the morning fog lifts and temperatures will rise to the mid to upper 50s with a southwesterly wind. Overnight tonight, we'll have partly cloudy skies. And for Monday morning, we'll be waking up to temperatures in the 30s inside the Beltway, a touch cooler, upper 20s to near 30 in the northern western suburbs. Throughout the day on Monday, temperatures will rise, but cooler, only about 50 degrees ahead of the next storm system, which will bring rain in the afternoon. That rain will linger into the evening hours, giving way to gradual clearing. And by Tuesday, more sunshine and more warmer temperatures. Temperatures will rise once again in the 60s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Clay Anderson. Clay, thank you. Right now, 53 degrees in Rockville, 54 in Ashburn. Haven't cracked the 50-degree mark right now in D.C., 49 degrees in District Heights. Brought to you by Noodle Comb Design. Right now, save 50% on all your roofing materials and labor. Still ahead in money news, U.S. regulators are targeting now those junk fees you heard the president talk about. 221. Ladies and gentlemen, it's official. Fast just got a whole lot faster. Xfinity has the fastest internet with up to 6 gig speed. Plus, Xfinity Mobile is the fastest mobile service with 5G and millions of Wi-Fi hotspots. You heard that right. Xfinity just increased internet speeds again. And Xfinity Mobile gives you can't-catch-me speeds. The fastest internet, the fastest mobile service, and major savings? Can't argue with the facts. Now through March 21st, new customers can get started with 400 megabit internet for just $35 a month for two years with unlimited data included. Plus, there's no annual contract required, so it's risk-free. And save even more when you add Xfinity Mobile. Go to Xfinity.com slash faster, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Equipment, taxes, and fees extra. After promo, regular internet rates apply. Actual speeds vary. 222. Kansas City Steak Company, another AmericanEagle.com success story. Started in 1932 as a family-owned butcher shop, today they're a leading distributor of superior all-American steaks delivered right to your door, ready for the grill and your taste buds. When it came to their website, an average site wouldn't do. They chose AmericanEagle.com to take their website to the next level. With a dramatic increase in competition and a softening market demand, they had two challenges. Improve their brand presence and message and produce a positive return. AmericanEagle.com got to work and executed usability studies and detailed audits of site experience, digital assets, and marketing. The result, an integrated digital marketing and customer experience plan, organic traffic increase of 20%, and a long-term roadmap for success. If you love great steaks, go to KansasCitySteaks.com. For website design, development, and online solutions that bring efficiency and results, visit AmericanEagle.com. If you need a results-driven website, call the team at AmericanEagle.com at 877-WEBNOW1. That's 877-WEBNOW1. Now one. It's 
WTOP News. The Supreme Court is hearing arguments about Section 230. That is the law that shields tech companies from being sued because of what you post online. Democrats and Republicans criticizing Section 230 for different reasons. I'm Larry Magid with the Connect Safely report. The U.S. Supreme Court this week heard arguments in Gonzalez versus Google, which focused on Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act, specifically whether companies should be held liable for user content promoted by their algorithms. Politicians from both parties have criticized 230 for opposite reasons. Some Democrats argue that it takes away any consequences if social media companies allow things like hate speech, misinformation, or defamatory comments. Some Republicans say that 230 gives companies the power to suppress political speech. And based on the questions that Supreme Court justices asked, it appears that the court may leave 230 in place. That would be a good idea, because despite what some critics say, 230 actually promotes free speech while allowing companies to moderate harmful content. With the Connect Safely Report, I'm Larry Magid for CBS News. A Maryland lawmaker is now a victim of cyber flashing. She was working hard to stop it from happening to others. It's also known as sending unwanted sexual images through online platforms. Delegate Leslie Lopez says she received a lewd image through a direct message on Twitter from someone she thought was a constituent. She recently sponsored a bill that would create a task force to figure out how to prevent and respond to non-consensual sexual imagery. According to Bumble, a dating app tech company, 48% of women between the ages of 18 and 24 have received this type of sexual unsolicited image. In D.C., Councilmember Brooke Pinto recently introduced legislation that would punish people who cyber flash. Virginia already has laws on the books against it. Acacia James, WTOP News. Dr. Jill Biden continuing her tour of Africa today, getting a firsthand look at the East African drought. She walked and listened to some Maasai women, described how their children and livestock are growing hungry. She appealed for more countries to join the U.S. to help alleviate the suffering. Some areas of the Horn of Africa have endured five consecutive failed rainy seasons, That means there was not enough for rain to help farmers with their crops and livestock. Next year is not expected to be any better. Money news at 25 and 55 on WTOP. Here's Larry Kofsky. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. The government is declaring war on junk fees, those unexpected extra charges we often find added to the cost of goods and services. The Federal Trade Commission is considering a rule targeting such practices, but Bloomberg Law's Evan Weinberger says junk is in the eye of the beholder. And the FTC is not the only agency that's running into that same conversation about what constitutes a junk fee and what doesn't. Sellers say these fees reflect the cost of providing a service, such as airline baggage fees. Hotel resort fees are another. They say, what are you paying for? You're paying for the right to use the stuff at a hotel that you've already paid to stay at. In some cases, Weinberger says regulators can bring about more immediate change. If they deem anything to be unfair or deceptive, they can reach a settlement and stop those fees from being assessed, even without a rulemaking. The FTC initiative has generated over 10,000 comments from privacy advocates, trade groups.